salmon broth like things. Hi, Ross. Hello, Sam. Are we starting the show? Is this the show? Uh, I guess this is the show. Welcome to Sam and Ross Like Things, episode 55. That's a number divisible by 11 and 5. It's, it's got two fives in there. Five fiver. That means that's pretty good. I yeah. um Yeah. This is the show where work. we like things. I'm Sam. And I'm Ross, and I like things. I also like things. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top of the show. Time for some top of the show stuff, which is over here. We are in Studio B? No, this a? is Studio A. Studio A today. And on the island, I've got two pieces of mail. Oh, I'm glad I brought my glasses today, Sam. First piece of first piece of mail. Okay. All right. Oh, you can send mail to Sam and Ross Like Things, and you can look in the show notes for the address. You don't want to just say the address aloud? You always say it. Sam and Ross Like Things, <laughs> P.O. Box 25914, <laughs> Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. That's great. All right, Sam. What I hold in my hand is a postcard. On the front, it says, magic is what happens when you let yourself be yourself. Do you agree? Yes. On the back, this says, I like these postcards sent to me after my first layoff from the th- one of the three people who own Ragged Edge. They are a collective near Wise, Virginia, and they make the real like in this list postcard. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My Ragged Edge wallet made from carbon fiber. Yeah, see, you know how at the bottom of postcards, it's got all those little lines that yeah. like, tell the machine? So this goes into a little line. So I'm just going to go. We're going to go with my gut. Carbon fiber sailcloth? Whoa. Could that be a thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hand sewn by Mud Bailey. Mud Bailey. That's a good name. That is. I wonder if he lives on Mud Island. And then uh, there's a there's a like a footnote that says they should send you a pack of these. I hope. I also have a drop kit from them too. Okay. I enjoy free things. Yeah. Oh, and this is from Steve. Oh, thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. This is great. Yeah. Now I have a new website to go to and check it out. Awesome. And maybe buy some things. All right. Number two. This is a small envelope, and it has excellent penmanship on the front. Mm-hmm. And looking at the return address, I knew who this is from. Um, and it's to Sam and Ross. And on the back, it says, in also excellent penmanship, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Get that ASMR. Yeah, it's good, right? Well, you got to flip it. For, you got to do by, by, on, I don't know how to say the word, left to right, ear stuff. Stereo. Stereo. There's a special <laughs> ASMR word for that. All right. On the front, this is a small little card. On the front, it says, your optimism is killing me. And it says, dear Sam and Ross, it is like a card made just for you. Love, Susan. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Susan. That's great. Those are some good pieces of paper. Yeah. Uh, again, we love getting your mail. You can send mail to my P.O. Box. Uh, and it's nice that I get mail to my P.O. Box. And as I mentioned in an earlier show, I set up the scanning. So now I can see via email. When you when get paper I get mail, paper mail to my PO box, which is great. Well, Sam, I have a paper mail related follow up. Please, um, I was hanging out with someone who sent us paper mail the other day. Uh huh. Um, Scudder sent us something from Memphis. Do you Memphis, remember? Yes. It was transit related on the front. Kinda. Yeah, Mud Island. Mud Island. And so I, I saw Scudder in the arcade, and he was like, "Did you look up?" Mud you went Island? to the arcade. I went to the arcade. Uh, uh, hold. We'll get we'll get to it. Can we let's let me finish. Uh, okay. So okay, I looked at he asked if I had looked up Mud Island, and I did not. Um, but then I did, and it is a it is like a theme 
a theme park is probably a strong word for it, but it is a park, an attraction in Memphis that has a scale model of the Mississippi River. But like a big scale model. You're thinking like small that fits on a tabletop. This is like okay. a place that is the scale model of the Mississippi River. Uh, but so they made it this is that was exactly my question it's like so a guy made it and he was like yeah he was he's real into geography he made it with land yeah land and stuff uh, uh, look it up on the wikipedia I, okay yeah i will i so, will look it up that that seems like a neat thing that, that one person has done yes um and then but yeah i saw him at the arcade we did this thing recently my whole entire family we went out and um, helped our bus agent, our transit agency in town. Oh yeah! Switch the bus stops. We just got a whole new bus network today, and we had they needed people to come and like unveil the new bus stops and veil the old bus stops. Yeah. And so we did that, and as a prize for volunteering, although you volunteer not for the prize, correct? Which is a lesson that we were trying to impart to our son, who also volunteered. But the prize, to be fair, was unlimited tokens at the arcade what unlimited tokens sam unlimited tokens for, for a period of time for a period of time um it was funny we went there and we got the we got our cup of tokens and my son looked at it and was like this is not unlimited <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude what you can put unlimited tokens in a cup how does that work uh but we blew through probably like 40 50 bucks tokens while what we games there. did you play uh, he got real into um whatever the the avengers version of x-men the arcade game is sure he played that for Hawkeye. Yeah, he was Hawkeye. And he was like, I'm actually pretty good at Hawkeye, just so you know. Um, <laughs> and he played that for a long time. We did some Battletoads for a long time. Battletoads? I tried playing that in the arcade, and it was nothing like the Nintendo game. Yeah, it's game. a beat em up. It's not, yeah, it's nothing like the arcade or the Nintendo game. Um, just a bunch of stuff. They did some oh, Crazy Taxi, and he had never played Crazy Taxi. to make Taxi. some crazy yeah, money. He, he, the first time he played Crazy Taxi, he just drove around, and then the time ran out. Aww. And he was like, I don't understand. I was like, oh, you got to pick up the. Yeah, I'll pick, pick up, up the passengers. Yeah. So though, it was good. Though I will admit that when we had a had a Dreamcast uh, in my friend group, and Crazy Taxi was on it, the missions the game wanted us to do were not the missions that we did. Yeah, yeah, and I think to be to be extra fair, is it's really unclear what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> in Crazy Taxi. <laughs> Time to make some crazy money. Uh, and then one more thing about the arcade: we ended our arcade trip with. Um, we played Guitar Hero. It's his first time playing Guitar Hero. Yeah. And like the first round, he didn't really, it didn't really like click. And then we, we did Schools Out for the Summer as our final song. And by the end, he was like jamming hard to Schools Out for the Summer. And then the guy behind us, we finished up and he was like, that was awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> we felt great. good. I have to ask. Yeah. To Are we going to buy guitar? Maybe, well, Sam. Maybe. <laughs> I have to ask, did you play Ms. Pac-Man? Oh, you know, you know why? We checked a bunch of times and there was always a line. Okay. It was it was continually occupied. That makes me happy. Yep. It was actually the first thing he asked when we went into the Really? Yeah, he was like, Can we play Ms. Pac Man? And there was just like a huge line. Oh, that makes me feel good that there's a line and that he wanted to play it, but bad that he didn't get to play it. We can always go I back. I wonder how much one would Nope. Yeah. Nope. No, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 No. All right, that was my follow-up. That was a long follow-up. I don't have any follow-up, so okay. we can do stuff other people like. Are you ready, Sam? Are you hydrated? Well, I am in the process through this can of Miller High Life of do of dehydrating. Uh, <laughs> well, you may want to hydrate for this list because it's so good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's do this list. Let's just jump in here. Let's um, jump in. Susan, which is your mom, uh-huh. 
likes her screen porch, especially when her house is cold and it's warm outside. Yeah, she's got a great screen porch. Totally agree with that, that idea of cold house, warm screen porch. Great mm-hmm. stuff. Zach likes his marathon training. That's intense. I have much like tip of the hat for marathon. Sure. Do, what, what do, do you not? I mean, it's hard. I couldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. I tip my hat. Sure. <laughs> Dig into this in, in our other podcast, Stuff We Hate. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. Nico, yeah, people like running. People do, and it's interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. No beefs with runners. Nico likes strawberries. Sam's youngest daughter likes cooking and making smoothies. Mm-hmm. You guys making any cool smoothies? What's, it, what's a smoothie in the household like? Uh, really? My job on the smoothies is to be present in the room while she uses the Vitamix. So I don't know what she puts in there. Probably some strawberries, a little this, a little I that. I think there's some blueberries and some like frozen mango and some sort of black seed things. Okay. Uh, Chia seed. Milkadamia. What's that? Macadamia milk. Whoa. That sounds good. I haven't had it. I'd like to eat that Do, on you, do you want to try some? Uh, maybe after this Miller High Life. All right. Um, Lex likes two things. Not getting stung by bees. I also like that. That's a good one. And Bloons Tower Defense 6. I just was talking to an eight-year-old about this today. I'm aware of tower defense games, and they're yep. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Is this? It seems like this is a particular yeah, this is brand. A, yeah, of this is balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, this is a, a in, an instance of tower defense, which we talked about today. How tower defense? This is actually why Sam. I was texting you earlier about civilization. Okay, because he was talking about tower defense, and I was like, oh, that's real time sort of strategy type thing and i was like a sub this is a subgenre of a real-time strategy game and i was like there's other turn-based strategies like civilization and and things and they were like what is this game and then i was like i'll text my friend sam who knows everything about civilization uh-huh. the game ever I, I tower defenses are in this neat hybrid where you get it's turn-based uh, some of them you can like make changes as you go, but some of them it's like you set it up per the round. Oh, really? And then you just have to live with whatever you set up. And those are my favorite. I haven't played Bloons. I haven't played um, Bloons either. But it was it was recommended highly by this particular eight year old as well. Ooh. I don't know, and I don't think Lex is eight, but a different eight. Um, Cat likes everything is love, and how it is now available on streaming service. Yeah, that's a music album. It is. Beyonce and Joe, oh and Jay Z and Jay Z. Oh, we should put this. I didn't. I didn't make that connection, and so got to put that in the playlist. Um, Anna likes small friend records and books. Yeah, what's that? I don't know. I know what books are. I don't know what small friend records. are. Do you think are. this is a, a type, a brand, a series? I think it might be like a label. Okay. I know. I think uh, this is the Anna who has a show on WRIR. Oh, do you think that maybe this is? We should have researched this. I would like to Google what this is. In my mind, let's say it's this. Let's say it, it is a show on WRIR that reviews records and books. That's a good name for a show, Small Friends. It is a good name for a show, but I don't think that's what it is. Mm. But it would be against the spirit of our show to do any sort of preparation. <laughs> Tracy likes mandolins and melodicas. You can hear a melodica if you listen to this Depeche Mode cover band, which is also delightful. Delightful, And this is a band called, I think, DXM or DKM. I tried, okay. I tried to look it up on the Apple Music to put in the playlist, but it wasn't there. Gotcha. And then Tracy continues, also, I like disambiguation like this one. I'm going to tap on this because this is a really good disambiguation. Okay, sure. So this is a screenshot from the Wikipedia page. And you, you know what I'm talking about, right, Sam? Where at the top, it's yeah, like disambiguation like, of what yeah. it is. So this is the Wikipedia page for a word, a Dutch word that I'm going to struggle to pronounce, but it's panenkoek. Uh-huh. And then the disambiguation says, this is about Dutch pancakes. 
for the science for the scientist and political theoretician, see Antoine Pinocake. <laughs> for the Super Mario sixty four analyst, see Pan and Co Cake two thousand twelve. <laughs> I think that's a great set of disambiguations. I want to look up papers from Doctor Pancake. <laughs> Which one, the statistical theoretician or the oh. Super Mario sixty four analyst? Maybe both. I, I'm not. Oh, I wasn't aware you could get a doctorate in Super Mario. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Tracy finally says, uh, and surprise friend hang. Yeah, we had a surprise friend hang not too long ago. Oh, yeah? Are you the surprise friend? I was one of them. That's awesome. Karen likes a DC sports team winning a championship, co-op video games, happy food discoveries. Oh, and this is related to your thing, Sam, a little bit. My latest being hazelnut milk and pumpkin seed butter. Whoa. More on the pumpkin seed butter. It has a nutritional profile on par with peanut butter, but sweet tasting. Think Biscoff. Wow. I'm getting a Wow. That sounds good. I wonder where I buy such a thing. Elwood's, maybe? The internet? All right, Steven likes World Cup. World Cup. Are you doing any World Cup? Nope. Neither am I. I feel bad that I'm not, but... Did uh, the U.S. team not win? I don't think the U.S. team made it into the World Cup is the thing. So they didn't win? (laughs) Mm -mm, No. No. (laughs) Nope, certainly not. Sean likes benches. All right. Uh, Ashley likes Farmstead Ferments Curtido, the breakfast biscuit at the mill, and the tuna melt at Northside Grill. You're, You're a mill guy. Have you had the breakfast biscuit? I we don't haven't gone there frequently for breakfast. I wonder if that breakfast brisket is good. It's recommended by Ashley. I thanks Ashley. Danny likes the Pulse, which is Richmond's new bus rapid transit line. He got on. He got onto it. Well, he's from Henrico, so he got on. He got on on the yeah. He got on before anyone else got on. Yeah. Good for him. Um, that opened today, by the way, Sam. Stephen likes rain. Did it? Yeah, today. When did the new bus system happen, Ross? On my today. Friend? Oh, was it today? It was today. Oh, okay. This. T- <laughs> Anyway, so, um, Stephen likes rain. I think this is a sarcastic like. No, it isn't. I'm, you, I'm only happy when it rains. Uh, then you must have been happy very many times in the last seven days. I am happy that it has rained so much that the fact that I didn't mow my lawn last weekend <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> because my neighbors did, and they're good neighbors, but now the grass in their yard has grown to the length of my grass and it's all even. Well, Everyone's mine's still a little bit taller, sure, sure. but yeah. Um, I guess I do like that I haven't had to water my garden as much, yeah. which is great. Um, Sarah likes eating tomatoes right off the plant they grew on. Speaking of gardens, Lisa likes the pulse, which again, Sam, I don't know if you heard it opened. Wait. Today. Today? Like Today. When I release this or when we're recording? Oh, when we're recording. True, true. Oh, okay. Um, Lisa also likes daylight at 8.40 p.m. Mm-hmm. And what time? It's eight fifty-seven p.m. as we record this, right? Yeah, now, we're so. we're getting the days are getting shorter, and like it is a little bit light out, which is great. I rode my bike over here before, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Christopher likes long oven restaurant. You skipped one, did I? Oh, Will likes public transit. He does. I hear a new transit system <laughs> open today. I wasn't going to mention it, but uh, <laughs> since you brought it up, uh, Christopher likes long oven restaurant. Kira likes hokey pokey. I think that the, the, I'm just gonna. It says hoke poke. Does it? I think that's how you spell hokey pokey in the in the song. What? I think so. I'm pretty sure it's hokey pokey with e either it's e y. Oh, I would believe e y, but not certainly not h o k i e. No, unless you're in Blacksburg. But uh, what do you think a hoke poke is? A hoke poke is uh, when you have the the thing that you use in the hay bales, the one with the pokey stick. Uh huh. And somebody's in there, 
and they're hiding, and you poke it in, and they go, whoa! And that's a hoke poke. That's a hoke poke. <laughs> All right. But look it up on the disambiguation page. I, I will. I definitely will. Uh, Matt likes the set design and everything else in Incredibles 2. I heard that was a good movie. I haven't seen it yet. I want to a lot. I did watch Incredibles 1 recently. It's the best uh, Fantastic Four movie. Oh, it's so good, Sam. It mm-hmm. is, it's also the best James Bond movie. It's, a, <laughs> it's yeah. an excellent movie. Um, Charlie likes time with family and friends. Yeah. Jamie likes family traditions. Tradition. I love family traditions, Tradition. too. Uh, Heather likes water country. USA? I assume. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Andy likes fixing stuff in and around my house. Wonderful hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurants. My daughter saying choo-choo every time she hears the train go by and fruit-infused water. Mm. That train thing was cute. Yeah. Uh, Val, who am I married to, likes Sam and Ross-like things. Aww. That's us. Uh, watching my kid be a pool rat with his buds. And watching clips of Mr. Rogers on YouTube. Your wife had a delightful Twitter thread recently where she lamented about the fact that lifeguards are too lenient these days. Yeah. And there aren't enough kids sitting by the lifeguard stand waiting to go back into the pool. Yeah, that's not... Our pool doesn't do that at all. You can just do whatever you want forever. This is one of those instances where I'm enjoying feeling old. Mm-hmm. Because the lifeguards should be a threatening... authority. They should be like... My first authority figure. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're there as a child, like by your, your parents yeah. dropped you off. It's a good practice, like you said, a practice. Yeah. That's not your parent. Um, I'll write a letter, an angry letter. Uh, Liz likes free vacation Bible school. With that, and that is great. Do you have Sam? Have you? Do you do camps or anything like summer? Spend? No, I have to go to work. I mean. <laughs> You're not doing code camp or rock climbing camp or anything? I wish. I know, Jeez. right? Uh, uh, my kids have some camps. Yeah. We also uh, enjoy a fair amount of lazy summer. I love lazy summer. I wish I could do lazy summer all year. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, Christine writes in with a, with a special things that Christine likes. Uh, things I miss about Richmond. Okay. 24-hour drugstores. I wonder where Christine lives where these things don't exist. 24-hour drugstores. Neighbors Who Answer Their Door, Ucrop's Redskin Potato Salad, Strange's Nursery, 821 Cafe's Vegan Chicken Curry Salad, and Thai Top 10's Patsy U. That's a pretty good list. I haven't had some of those oh, yeah. things, but maybe That's I should try list. some. And then finally, Jennifer likes Stella's Market. Stella! Have you been to the new market in Scott's Edition? I haven't. You can get there by the new um, Bus Rapid Transit line just opened today. I don't know if you know. I can't get there. We, I mean... From here. <laughs> I got a map, Sam. We'll sit down. I'll diagram the whole thing. It'll be great. Woo! That was a long list. Oh, it was a great list. Uh, so it's episode uh, 55. Yes. Which is divisible by five. Divisible by 11. has two fives in it. It's odd. And I go first. You got it. Did I? I'm so proud of you. I did it. So I go first. So Ross, this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Good joke, Sam. This week, Sam. The thing that you like is podcast. Yeah, sorry to go all meta, but... You don't have to apologize or hedge because it's actually against the rules. Dang it. Dang it. I'll I'll eat those uh, demerits. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So podcasts, I tried to think today about what was the first podcast I listened to, and I can't even remember it's been so long. What's like an old podcast or a podcast you've been listening to for a long time? We'll go through... Well, not all of them have stayed, right? Oh, okay. So... I was listening to podcasts when you would put it on an iPod. Sure, yeah. So I would load up. Uh, I think when I was getting 
into it the most was I was traveling a lot for work in a car. Oh, yeah. And so I had an iPod full of audiobooks and podcasts. I would just listen. Some weeks I was doing like 1,200 miles a week. Whoa. Yeah. And you just listen to podcasts. Uh, I started out sort of in the NPR zone, you know, This American Life, sure, those, sure. those type of shows. Then I discovered, and this is the beauty of what I love most about podcasts, is you can get so hyper-specific to just things that are interesting and relevant to you. Yeah. That you can't even mem- remember, like, oh, I used to listen to all this somewhat gen- more generic stuff. Even though, like, so example, you know, I would listen to a show on the Twit Network called MacBreak Weekly, mm-hmm. which was all about Apple Nerd stuff. Sure. But from there, I went deeper into the Apple Nerd yeah. stuff. Niche Apple Nerd. Correct. Like, I want the. MacBreak Mac Break Weekly would cover a sort of a wide range of topics of this narrow topic. Right. And I wanted just those three minutes where Merlin Mann talked about Quicksilver. But like an hour of but that. But like an hour of that. Yeah. So then I would follow the Merlin Mann shows. I'm actually wearing now a podcast network t-shirt. You are. It's true. He is. I'm wearing my 5x5 five five t-shirt. So I did that. I was a jackal for a while. What is that? What is that? What is that? That's what you call the people in the chat room of the live broadcasting podcasts on the 5x5 network. Oh, does everyone have their own? Like, I don't know if you call that anywhere else, but it might have stuck. But it was so you would sit, you would listen live uh, to say back to work with Marlon Mann. Sure. And what you would try to do is get the title. Oh, su- suggest a thing that they that right. The so you host would you would you would put the title in and use the little command that would send it to Showbot. Uh huh. And then in the after dark, they would talk about what title to pick, and sometimes they would say your name. And that was a friend of the show, Plofmaster. He and I would do this, and he would get more, and he would get he 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 got a lot more titles <laughs> than I did. <laughs> so is this a um? So I listen to a lot of those same podcasts now, yeah. and they and a lot of them have that same component of like showbot, yeah, like a, a a chat live listen experience, and like listeners suggesting titles. Does that stuff come from like who's the guy, like radio guys? Is that a radio guy? Like, is there it's radio a radio culture, culture around that? Because uh, Leo Laporte did all the Twit stuff, Matt Break Weekly, and a lot of the people. Like Merlin, like cut their teeth on his show, and it was a lot like live radio and okay. or live TV. Okay, it's so um, fascinating. And uh, there's there because there are not a lot of edits, right, on those shows. Uh, okay, so you dive dove deep. So dove deep. Is there? Did you did you widen breadth wise away from Mac stuff? Uh, I I I have. So there's there was you know the whole. Uh, this American Life, real people stories, the whole yeah, yeah. serial thing mm-hmm. when that happened, uh, into you know fiction. Yeah. So Welcome to Night Vale was a great early mm-hmm. uh, serialized podcast. Uh, for a while, I was doing all the Kevin Smith Smodcast stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dan Harmon's Harmon Town. Yeah, that one was always good. And I go in waves, right? Sometimes I'm in a more podcast mood and sometimes in a, I'm in a more uh, music mood when I'm at work and so so, so it'll go from you know uh, 
only having like five or six podcasts I'm subscribed to to having like 15. Whoa. And not, not caring. The second I start caring about like, oh, I've got too much of a backlog, I just delete them because I know I can go back and add them yeah. whenever I want. Can we talk about listening environments? Sure. So when, can you listen to a podcast while you work? You mentioned it just now. It sounds yeah. like maybe you can. It depends on the type of activity. Um, and often I will find, especially some shows that I really enjoy, but it would be something like uh, You Look Nice Today or like a My Brother, My Brother and Me or something where it's like comedy right. talking uh, where I would fi- listen and laugh but not be able to remember <laughs> anything that happened. Right. And that, that tends to happen. Mm-hmm. Um so when I'm working on something where I'm like in a flow state, it'll kind of be like, I don't want to say subconscious, but it's there. I'm listening. I don't know how much I'm retaining, but I'm enjoying right. at the same time. Oh, that's an interesting way to put it. Um, I find that if I read, have to read anything, it instantly disappears from my brain. Like if I have to read, even even like when I cook, usually yeah. I listen to podcasts when I cook. If I have to read the recipe, I instantly like black out the audio for that section. I have to rewind. Sure. Uh, so I do listen during work, and that is uh, something I'm able to do. Uh, I don't haven't done live listens in a long time. I listen while I do the dishes. I did listen when I'm walking around town. I have to move between two offices. That's maybe a 10, 15-minute walk, depending how fast I want to take it. I'll stick my AirPods in and listen yeah. on the walk. I listen on the bus. Bus podcast is great. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to any podcasts about bus? Uh, this Does this one count? This one surely does count, yes. <laughs> this is the only bus-related <laughs> podcast I listen to. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to listening to one. Okay. Uh, non-Mac stuff, non-nerd stuff, but uh, so like the Roderick on the line, that's not really Mac stuff, but it comes from that space. Uh, Jay and Miles explained the X-Men. Oh, is yeah. one of my favorites. Uh, Thomas Jefferson Hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me, what is your breakdown currently? Um, you mentioned like, I don't know what you'd call them, like casual chat podcasts. Yeah. Like ours is. Um, you've mentioned fiction. You mentioned um, some storytelling that's like nonfiction storytelling. What it like right now? What's what's your? He's pulling out his phone. Audience, he's gonna. Tell All right, me I'm gonna sure. look and what is actually in there today. And my pop filter doesn't my face be seen. He's trying to unlock his phone with his face ID, and the pop filter obscures it. It is a travesty. All right, looking at my library right now. Uh, analog with friend of the show Casey Liss. Uh, Good morning, RVA. With friend of the show, myself. Friend of the show, you. Do by Friday. Uh, Epic Threads, a podcast by uh, my friend Steve, who sent us the postcard. It is he and a friend talk about next door threads. Whoa. Yeah. This sounds like I'm interested in that. All right. Uh, Accidental Tech Podcast, Fundamentally Broken. So these, I think I know most of those, and they're mostly um, casual chat podcasts. Casual chat. My brother, my brother, and me. Roderick on the line. Uh, Cortex. Did you do... Hashtag Sad Dads, Reconcilable Differences, The Adventure Zone, The Omni Show. Did you do Serial when it came out? I did. Was that... Did you enjoy it? I did. It was good. Yeah. Um, Do you ever do uh, listen... So, like, when you're in the car going to a place with another person in the car, do you ever do combo... Co-op listening? Uh... Uh, we just did a long car trip, 
and I realized that none of my podcasts, anyone else in the car would want to listen to. <laughs> so on the car trip today, we listened to one called Wow in the World. Oh, yeah. Which is super kid, duper familiar. Yeah. Kids podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Do you ever listen to Brains On? I haven't listened to that one. Uh, Pizza at McDonald's. I <laughs> listen <laughs> to sometimes. Uh, I did, don't tell anybody, but I did, I was so desperate when I was going through the balance arc of the Adventure Zone that when we were going on a long ride to a camping trip, just me and my daughters, I was like, all right, don't listen to any of the words these people are saying, but we're going to listen to this story. It's about this funny wizard named Taco. <laughs> don't tell anyone these don't words. Don't tell anyone these words. Um, do you think that listening to podcasts is what made you want to do a podcast? Uh, the first podcast I did, which isn't up anymore... Uh, was in part that my friend Amy moved from Richmond to Salt Lake City, and so we did a podcast to stay in touch with each other. Oh, what a fun idea! Um, and we haven't done it in a long time. It was called Not Book Club. Not look book. Oh, not book club. Not book club because we okay. were and we were talking about uh, Twin Peaks. I like that idea. I like is I wish there was a name for this casual chat podcast. That has, surely has a name, right? What is the genre of that called? Something. Uh, I don't know what it I is. like casual chat casual chat podcast I like I like um, this is I don't know is it creepy but like I enjoy getting to know three people in as much or four people or two people in as much as they in as much as they interact with each other I yeah. like learning about that relationship um, I'm specifically thinking of the accidental tech podcast where like a lot of the times I don't really care about what they're talking about yeah I but like I, the dynamic but I like the dynamic so much and like I only know one of those humans in real life but I enjoy knowing what goes on with their lives, which makes me feel slightly weird, but like, I don't know, seems cool. Yeah, but it's not, they wouldn't, they don't put anything out there that, that they don't want public. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's like an important piece of it too, right? Where it's like, that's not who they are in totality. Right. Um, which is still fine and cool. Yeah. All right. Tell me what, maybe you don't have a hot, uh, I didn't answer your question. Yeah. Listening to lots of podcasts made me think, oh, I can do this thing. Do you um, do you have a million other ideas for podcasts in your mind? There are there are other people I would want to do podcasts with. Casual chat style. Yeah, mostly just to keep in touch. Man, I love that idea. Part of me want, wants to not love it because it feels like why does every why does keeping in touch need to be a thing? But like sometimes being the thing is the thing. Right. The journey is the thing. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't think you and I would hang out as much as we did if we didn't have this show to do. Totally. Right. I'm bad at hanging out with humans, and this is a good touch point for us, I think. Hold on a second. Yeah, I know I just had a whole thing. <laughs> but if you'll remember, there was a lot of constraints around that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, I was just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Um, I had another question, and I forgot. Oh, yeah. You, you, know, you may not have an answer right away, but is there a podcast that you're missing right now? Like, I know a couple, like, niches or gaps or genres that I wish kind of existed, and I haven't found filled yet. Something you're craving. Craving. Not knowing what's out there. Like, I didn't know I needed pizza at McDonald's. Right. I didn't know I needed Mega Domecast. What's that one? The one where they read a page of Heroes Unlimited. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, and so, more of those, I would say, quick hit podcasts. Yes. Uh, would be welcome. I love... Um, I think the, the medium is, like, really fascinating where, like, you can have, like, three-hour shows. Mm-hmm. But also, like... 10 minute shows are really interesting to me um, when they're like well done and like fascinating, you know, it's like very mm-hmm. flexible medium, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of what I'm missing. 
Yeah, I really like. Do you I listen? would like more stories. Yes, I think it's fun that people are doing fiction now. Yeah, um, and I'd like more of that. I think. Yeah, like uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, BBC radio dramas, right? Like yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, dude. I think but about in that. modern form. I think about that all the time. How like we're just we're like on the we're just waiting for that next like world of worlds type of thing to happen in a podcast where like it's like all of a sudden it's like the this amazing piece of fiction has happened in podcast form. I mean, Adventure Zone was there. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And that came out of nowhere. They didn't know what they were doing right. until they got there. But I think it's, uh, somebody is going to embrace this as a storytelling medium in the way that, like, the kids who it took the kids who grew up with movies getting to the age where they started making movies for that oh, right. for that medium to like to get to its next level. Mm-hmm. And I think the next generation of people doing podcasts are going to. F- do something with the medium that we haven't ever thought of before. Yeah, that that that's true. I like dabble in YouTube a little bit, and because I'm an old person, so like, make sure you like and subscribe. Yeah, met, bash that like button or whatever. I don't know whatever they say. Um, but I feel like I don't necessarily understand some of the like younger people making YouTube shows, but they're all like super clever and brilliant, and I'm like, ah, dang. Missed out on that one. <laughs> Missed out on that one. But please continue making your wonderful yeah. things. Um, so I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for letting me talk about podcasts, Ross. If you ever want to start another podcast, I would love to promote it on this show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if I think of one, I'll do it. All right, Ross. Yes. Hello. It is getting later in the evening. We're going to talk about an important thing regards regarding uh, consciousness. Mm-hmm which is coffee. I love coffee, Sam. Tell me more. I love coffee. I love the process of making coffee, maybe more than the actual coffee. But I love the whole, I love the whole start to finish of drinking a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, like, I'll drink coffee out, and there's a couple places where I love the coffee from. But it is, for me, drinking coffee is not a, like, ah. Uh, like if I uh, didn't have my cup of coffee, like can't function or whatever. Um, it is a thing that I enjoy. A ritual. A ritual. Yes, I love that part of it, and I do feel like caffeine's a cool drug, and like it does <laughs> make me feel when it like hits just right. I feel more. I feel more like myself when it's like when it's per- when everything's lined up with it. You know. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say, but like it's super true. Um, no, I I take a brain stimulant every day to help my, me feel more like myself yeah great um this one is this one is delicious and yeah so can i talk about my process my coffee process uh-huh. i love my coffee process a lot so we've got two different coffee process flow charts sure um it's one flow chart it has two major branches um the first is we have an aeropress in our house mm-hmm. are you familiar with aeropress i am okay for the listeners who are not it's basically a plastic tube with a plunger and you put the coffee grounds in the plunger in the tube you put the hot water in there and you plunge it out through the bottom and this makes one cup of coffee it's good it's very consistent. You still, we grind it. I grind it beforehand. So there's like a, you like measure out the beans in a little cup and you like push the button on the grinder and it makes a loud grinding noise. And then you mm-hmm. like, you like tap, tap, tap. And then you like dump it in the thing. Dump, 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 dump. It's all very like, feels the same every time. It's great. Um, and every morning I make my wife a cup of coffee and I take it to her in bed and I give it to her and then she drinks it there. 
And then usually later in the morning, I will make myself a cup of coffee. Um, so that's one branch. Sure. The other branch is my preferred branch, the Chemex. I'm aware. The Chemex is this just a glass, hourglass sort of thing, and you put a filter in the top, and you put coffee in that, and you pour water through it, as if it were a drip pot, but it's made of glass. Um, it makes me feel like I'm from the 60s when sure. I use it. Like, like I'm in some sort of like Playboy's you know, fancy apartment with like weird, very flat couches. Not a lot. The of kitchen of the future. Yeah, the kitchen of the future. Yeah, that's a way better way to put it. Like I'm in the Epcot Center doing this thing. Um, but the cool thing about the Chemex is it's for weekends only and days off. Snow days, weekends, vacation days. Because it makes a ton. The AeroPress makes one cup. The Chemex makes like five cups or whatever. More than one person should drink. Yeah, so, and it is, for, it is for waking up in the morning. The best part of waking up is... Chemex. <laughs> this is a Folgers joke. Um, but yeah, I love the process of making this big pot of coffee, pouring it in a thermos, and then you just sit around together as a family Ooh, and, a drink, and drink from the thermos this super hot coffee. I love it. It's, I can tell. It's, I, dude, I really like just the... I got so many questions where yeah. to start. Uh, we'll keep on your current process. Uh, do you have a favorite bean? Oh, we do. My favorite is Blanchard's, which is local. And they have a blend called Rosedale, which I think is named after your neighborhood. Is that true? Do you live in Opsec? Oh, <laughs> we'll cut that out. Uh, it's called Rosedale, and it is. Yeah, I live in Rosedale. I'm not gonna cut that out. Okay, fine. Um, he he doesn't. It's it's, it's a sham. <laughs> um, but it is the best. It tastes like a blueberry muffin. I like blueberries. It is fruity as a snake, and it is good. It is not dark and bitter. It is delicious. Do you enjoy experimenting with, I know you have your standard and your favorite, but do you enjoy experimenting with different coffee bean flavors? Yes. Um, I will do light roast coffees to experiment, but none of them are as good as this one. Um, I feel like I'm always chasing this one after I, when I try other things, but I will try other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now going back in time. Yes. When did you start drinking coffee? I think at my old job, we had other people in the office that drank coffee. Yeah, and I drank tea at the time. I still drink tea every morning, but at some point, like the tea runs out or whatever, and you're like, ah, guess I'll drink this coffee, and then you just drink a little more, and you drink. It's like any other drug, right? You drink a little more, you drink a little more, and then like suddenly you're drinking it all the time. Um, I think having it in proximity is when gotcha. someone else is making it for you, and it's in your proximity, it just kind of like happens. How did you find your ritual? I know the the AeroPress. I assume. You've got a grinder that is of the burr variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, equipment enough to maximize your coffee potential without going overboard. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I guess, internet reading, right? Internet yeah. reading um, and trying to find a way. Because at first it was just me drinking coffee. So the AeroPress is really like great at making one cup of coffee yeah. for one person. So it's, it is very minimal and just like making this one cup of coffee for me. And then it kind of grew. My spouse, Kat, has been on the coffee-making journey in our household. Mm-hmm. I did not start drinking coffee until I had a second child. Mm. Um, and then Causal I was or not? tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I needed a little bit more waking up juice. Um, but she, uh, a lot of the equipment we got was, we mentioned uh, Accidental Tech Podcast a couple times uh, from... Marco Armat used to have an old show, Build and Analyze, and he would talk about his coffee process. Yeah. Uh, and so we would, he recommended, 
you know, his, the burr grinder to get and things like that and so we got several, several of those things and we're at the her her process is uh pour over uh or if we're out we'll get like a chemex at a fancy place yeah i like the i've never done it but i love the idea of getting a, a chemex to like share at a fancy place. oh it is it is good it sounds awesome it is good um and also a friend of mine was from virginia tech in fact uh the f- co-founder of tonks coffee and that's like a mail order coffee yeah thing, it was right? I, it no longer exists but uh they they were sort of the tech nerd behind the coffee yeah and we got that for a long time so we got you know good beans yeah, I don't, like, I think honestly, I mean, I do really like the beans and the coffee that we get from our local coffee guy, who's awesome, but, like, I think it could be crappy, and I would still enjoy the, like, you know what I'm talking about, the Folgers joke, right? Yeah, the so I'm in the, pod I, I can up. recognize, like, I'm not a coffee snob, but I can recognize good coffee, the coffee Cat makes is really good, the coffee they make at Lamplighter is really good, mm-hmm. uh, when I was going, when I was a regular there, I was getting espresso, which is great Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just just what i needed uh but i also appreciate like diner coffee yes yeah yep it's not the same thing it's a different thing it's a different thing but it's still a thing that i enjoy yep yeah sort of like uh we're drinking miller high life which is a delicious thing it's a delicious thing i love going and getting fancy beers those are also delicious things you can have multiple varieties of deliciousness yeah has your son tried coffee? I offer him coffee every day of my life. <laughs> he doesn't want it. And he says, no, it tastes like dirt, is what he says. Um, I get, What did I, he was, I made him put the Chemex away today, and he was like, this smells terrible. I was like, okay. Does he ever get to push the AeroPress? No, but that's a great idea. Yeah. The AeroPress is, yeah, that's a good idea. I will, or maybe I'll get him to grind it, grind the coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun thing to do. Yeah, that's a great idea. But yeah, I don't know. I love it. I love the process. Um, I like making my wife coffee. Yeah, that sounds real pleasant. Yeah, it's like an easy thing that I can do that I like doing and that she likes being the the beneficiary of. Um, and it's delicious and it's wonderful, you know? That sounds delightful. It is delightful, Sam. I like it a lot. Thanks, Ross. Yeah. I forget what we do next in our show. And I'm trying to unlock my phone and the, and the pop filter is just not having it. No. What we do next is quick hits. Quick hits. So I got a quick hit. All right. Hit me quickly. Uh, this evening, uh, my nephews visited last weekend. And this evening, uh, we had exchanged Nintendo friend codes. Like, listen, I know this is a podcast about things we like, but the Nintendo friend code business. Is- How we exchanged friend <laughs> codes was we took pictures of the screen and texted them to each other. Oh, man. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But we did, and I played Splatoon 2 with my nephew today. Oh, was it awesome? It was super fun. He uh, killed me a couple times. Sure, I'm sure. But I had it coming, you know? Uh, <laughs> Splatoon 2 is a very... I like it. Uh, it is a low... Um, it is a low-pressure first-person shooter, and I normally yeah. don't like that genre. And to be clear, you don't, you're, not, you're not dying, and you're not no, killing. No, no, you are covering them with paint. Yeah. I'm yeah. into that. Um, we're, we were talking about that game today. The uh, the thing I would caution anyone about that game is I thought when I... I didn't do enough research, and I thought when I bought it, it had local multiplayer, which it does not. 
Mm. Which uh, so you can't play as a family. You can't play as a family unless you have multiple switches. Which, which come on, yeah. Um, I have a also a video game Nintendo Switch related. Oh, please hit. hit me. We've been playing Fortnite. Really? Yeah, I, I think to my like dismay or have you seen like the really good Fortnite players? Listen, I I'm yes. a, I had this game has made me realize that I am now an old person. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're not building, you're not flying around the place like Iceman with little wood slides. Dude, I was chastised by my son, who is nine or ten, however old he is. And he was like trying to coach me through building the wood slides. And he was so frustrated with how bad I was. <laughs> he was like, Daddy, da- ZL, ro- rotate, ZL, Daddy. And I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, but so you've been playing Fortnite with your son? We ha- yeah, and we've been taking turns because you can't, you just play, it's also one, no local multiplayer. Um, but you play against 99 other faraway humans. And so we've been taking turns um, and I'm trying to get better where I feel like my strategy as an old person is really way better than anybody else who's playing this game. <laughs> but like, and that's not true. Anyone, my, my strategy is way better than my son's strategy, but like, I just I just can't shoot people with a gun. Right. Like I'm really bad at that skill. I will recommend I think uh, to I will recommend to you a video series I've been enjoying, which is uh, author John Green plays video games on his YouTube channel, and he has a series called John Green plays Fortnite as a pacifist. Oh yeah, that's my strategy right there. And his mm-hmm. is he's not going to hurt he's not going to hurt anybody who doesn't shoot at him first. <laughs> and so it's all about him hiding in bushes. Yeah, uh, which apparently is frowned upon. Oh, is it really? Community. Yeah, you're called a bush camper. Oh, a bush camper. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but he, he'll go find like a hideout and hide there until he has to move and then find another place to hide. And yeah. then he got like to second place. That's what I do all the time. I do that in like <laughs> r- routinely in the top 10 just by like, I guess, camping. I think it is probably frowned upon. Um, but I don't know. I Why? I don't it's know. the rules? Yeah, and I can't. That's sh- what I would, if I were in a, <laughs> in a fight to the death situation, <laughs> I would put as much of my back to the wall as possible and have a gun yeah. in front of me <laughs> and wait. My turns are always like a million times longer than JR's. And he's like, ugh. And I'm like, dude, you just literally ran into a huge open field with 30 other people. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah. I hid in this bush for 15 minutes. It was great. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's been fun. Thanks, Ross. Yeah. So we're we're done with episode fifty-five. We did it. We did it. <laughs> uh, you can again send us a postcard to Salmon Ross like things at PO Box two five nine one four Richmond Virginia two five nine one four. Nope, that's not even close. That's right. not even close. I'm just keeping my eye on you. We went through like oh, three man. months of me being made fun of for not getting the zip code right. Here you go. Right in two three two six zero dash five nine one four. You did it. And then thank What's you to me. That's fine. And thank you to Matt Fisher for all of our um, music. You can find his uh, podcast, Smark of the Beast. He's an, a musical genius man. Mm-hmm. I was at a gathering today and mentioned I was doing this show and asked if anybody had any stuff other people like, and they immediately sung the song. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's that's pretty great. Thanks again, Matt. Uh, you can uh, find Ross on the internet at R O S S C A T R O W on. All of the things. All the things. And you can find me on the internet as uh, at Mr. Beefy on the Twitter and at Mr. Beefy on the Microdot blog. Great. And uh, you can find show notes for the show it's at... Um, com, right at the top. At the top.
This was good, Sam. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.